hit a button, Morty. Give me a beat. Oh, this is a podcast. What's good, folks? I appreciate you tuning in to this episode of This A Podcast. This is the show where I have conversations with um, some of the smartest, brightest, most hardworking, talented people that are just in my world, people that I really think are um, forward thinkers, um, you know what I'm saying, really bright and really intelligent in whatever field that they're in. I talk to people from all different fields, you know what I'm saying, um, artistry, science, business, literally just people I know that um, I think are dope. So that's what this show is. My name is Mech. I am a content creator. Uh, I also run a family business. So a lot of the things that we talk about on here are in that world of business building, um, you know what I'm saying? Building as a person, you know what I mean? Just things like that. But how, that's that's the frame of the conversation. But uh, the conversation tends to go where it goes. So um, I appreciate you for tuning in. If this is your first time like dealing with the It's Nation brand, check out everything that we got on itsnation.com. We have a lot of content on there. Um, if you're into sports, we got Sporty Life TV with my homeboys, Serge and Theo. Right now, we're doing a dope docu-series following the Kennedy High School program as Serge and Theo uh, joined that coaching staff. Uh, it's a whole new coaching staff, so we're documenting the journey of that. And we also have um, my homeboy, Phil, who is, uh, you know what I'm saying, a regular guest on this podcast. Now he has his own podcast called The Final Third. Um, he's going and he, he is a soccer coach. So he's talking to a lot of his homies about um, everything soccer. And we have another show, um, another podcast called Live from the Backseat. That's with my two homegirls, Josie and Simone. They're super dope, super funny. And we've got hella content like on itsnation.com. Just go on there. You know what I'm saying? Look around. There's hella shit on there. And uh, also subscribe to It's Nation TV on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? That's where you can see a lot of our stuff. So I appreciate you for tuning into this and I appreciate you for, uh, you know what I'm saying? Fucking with the brand. On this episode, I got my homegirl Maya Debray on tap. And this is a really, this is a really fun episode. Actually, I got to know Maya, uh, maybe like a year or so ago, um, when we were working on a podcast together with her homegirl Chrissy um and those were actually like some really fun times her and her friend are really are really funny really dope especially when they get together and um that's kind of how I got introduced to her but um she's a model actress um really on her grind and that was why I thought it would be dope to have her on um to come talk about just how she's grinding in that arena um so we actually get into the nitty-gritty of that um, how she got into modeling and um, some of her early struggles, um, some like how she got into how she got involved with MMG early on, um, why her mom is her one of her biggest inspirations. Uh, we get into like, you know, what I'm saying some really cool stuff. And I really enjoyed getting to know her better um, during this episode. So uh, shit, without further ado. Got my girl Maya Debray on tap today. What's poppin'? How are you? What's good? I'm good. I'm good as well. Um, I'm glad you're here. Thank you for coming through. Thank, Thank you for taking you. the time. Um, how have you been? Um, I've been good. Yeah. You know, just I've been going through a lot. I've been I've been chilling. I really been in my 
own world mm-hmm. this whole entire year. But mm-hmm. I've been good. That's good. I've That's been good. better. That's been good. good. Um, first off, before we get into it, let people know who you are, what you do, and everything like that. Okay. Um, well, I go by Maya Debray. Um, first name Maya. Um, I'm an, what, an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. model, mm-hmm. actress. Um, I do everything. I dibble and dabble <laughs> That's in real. everything. That's really I real. really do. Like yeah. last time, I don't know. I think we were together. I was doing a podcast yeah. with my friend, and we just had a lot of personal things going on. Um, so, but I've been busy with really getting into my modeling and my acting. Yeah, along with my nine to five. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is important because, like, I feel like that kind of helps you fuel the right. things that you want to do creatively, right. and um, it does. Like that's your, where your the passion money comes projects. from. Exactly, exactly. Because <laughs> we're doing a lot of freelance work out here. I can probably count on both of my hands how many times I've actually got a good amount of money yeah. for work that I've done aside from free from exposure. But it's you know what's funny though. Like, I think that's an important. Um, I think that's important because I feel like a lot of people don't understand that. When you're at a certain point, mm-hmm. you have to kind of build up to the point mm-hmm. where you're getting paid for every single thing that you do. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But if you set it up, if you set your life up in a, in a way where you have mm-hmm. a way to make money to support yourself right. every day, mm-hmm. then you can take advantage of more opportunities because every opportunity don't like present itself in the in the sense of like a paycheck on the first mm-hmm. time. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to do like a lot of legwork before you get like consistent pay. Yeah, right. That's literally what I've done. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But I've had, I've always kept... Um, a job or a way of making money where exactly. it's like I don't have to focus on my passion thing being my mm-hmm. main source of income. And that's something I've always had to like explain to like my parents yeah. or niggas I was dealing with or whatever. I, I feel like people don't like respect <laughs> don't that. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't yeah. understand that that's a part of it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, like well, just why because, you doing it? Yeah, why, you, like, why you gotta wear that? Why you, bruh, are like, they it's paying like, you? It's like, like <laughs> it's a stepping process. You right. know what I'm saying? It's a stepping, it's like they're stepping stones in the right. shit. You know what I'm saying? But um, you did kind of allude to the fact that last time I saw you, well we, we did used to work on a podcast together mm-hmm. but I think the last time I saw you was at the, um that that movie premiere oh, for yeah. Stay Away. Stay Away. Ike So Dope. Yeah. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. actually it's crazy um because mm-hmm. an, another mutual homie of ours is brooke and i was okay, telling yeah. like right after that i was telling brooke i was like dog like after i saw that movie i was like i need to rethink how i'm doing my whole shit like that yeah. shit was like so fucking good right. you know what i'm saying Just and um and you did very well yeah yeah you did very well Thank in that you. i want to know like kind of like how'd you get that like opportunity um well i met ike at a fashion show that I did. It was a lingerie fashion show. Um, I can't remember the place where it was at, yeah. but I met him at a fashion show and he was um, a friend of a friend. And I went up to him and I introduced him because I've heard of him and I know that he's a rapper and I just basically told him, you know, whatever projects you have coming up, like, you know, if you need anybody for your videos, any girls, like, you know, I'm available, like, mm-hmm. let's work and da 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 So he seen me there, we connected and he was like, yeah, I do have a project coming up. Like, I think you'd be perfect for it. And then a few months after that, it was. It happened. It happened. That's lit. That's lit. Yeah. And so. you know what? That's that's interesting that you said that you went up to him because I feel like a lot of chicks would not like take the humble yeah. pie and do that. You know what I mean? And it, I mean is it something that, that you saw? Like 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 you said you you said you had heard of him as a rapper before. Did you like like yeah. his music early on? I or? did. Okay. I heard some of his stuff before, but I never met him in person. Mm-hmm. Um. So just from my friends and 
them telling me about his music and so I finally seen him in person I was like this is a networking type exactly, event exactly. Um, so I was like let me put myself out there yeah. and I'm just that type of person to reach out to people like I'm not afraid of no's like yeah like it's discouraging. No, that's real. Know? That's real. But it's like you. Like, it's no. kind of the cost of entry. Yeah, you, know what you I mean? have to do that. If this is something that I'm serious about and that I want to do in my life, I have to put myself out there. That's real. And, you know, people tell me I should be doing this. So I'm like, well, I should be doing it. Yeah. And there's no I feel like there's no shade in that type of shit where I right. feel like a lot of people just what I notice a lot of people. They feel like there's some kind of shade in having to be yeah. the one to go and ask and a lot for of opportunities and stuff like that. Yeah, that's that's that. that's what that's the word I was looking for. Yeah, to them, and I'm like, get out your humble ass. yourself like, straight up. Yeah, humble yourself, up. like, because some people would be like, eh, and some people would be on your dick. Yeah, heavy. Yeah, that's so real. I'm like, um, that's real. That's real. I want to go backwards a little bit. Okay. Like, I want to know like about you growing up. Like, um, okay. yeah, like wh- where did you grow up when um, as a kid? I was born in VA, military hospital, Fort Belvoir. Which part of Virginia? It's like, it's Northern Virginia. It's like right around like Alexandria, Mm -hmm. like not even like Norfolk. Like it's not even that deep into Virginia. And I was just born there. Like, I got got strong ties in like Norfolk, Hampton. That's where I went to school. So that's what I was asking. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. So yeah, my dad was in the Navy. So we were on base. And Hella so military in, like, in Virginia. DC, yeah, that whole area, Anne yeah. Arundel, all of that. And so I moved around a lot. Really? Um, just in the Maryland area. My parents, they didn't stay together. Not a blink. Yeah. Not, so, but we stayed in this area. So, you know, from D.C., Moved to Fort Washington, Largo, Bowie, Laurel. You lived in all these places? All of these wow. places. Probably. I can't. I really can't even count how many schools right now. Really? <laughs> but up until high school, that was the only school I stayed at, like, the entire time. Wow. Um, so, what, what, what was that like, like, going to a lot of different, um, different schools as a kid? I mean, a lot of people would say that it's hard to make friends. And it was, but it wasn't. Um you know, from an early age, my mom always told me, like, people just gravitated towards me. I was just, I always had people around me. I think not growing up with my father, you know, a lot of, you know, girls with daddy issues, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, they feel some type of abandonment or, you know, some a little bit of separation, anxiety. But I've always had people around me. Um you know, I just always had people that wanted to be friends with me, not off any cocky shit. I've always been humble and I've always been a given person. But my mom just always told me, like, I, your friends always wanted to come over. You always had sleepovers. You always did it. It was always some boy at school <laughs> telling their mom about you mm-hmm. and at an early age. And I was like, I was fast, fast. Like, what were you, but like, what were you, okay, I guess a question I have is what were you kind of into? Like, what types of yeah. things were you into as a kid? Um, I was always into fashion. Yeah. Yeah. Before I could talk, my mom told me I would hide shoes that I didn't like. You would hide them? I would hide them. Oh, so, so that I, she couldn't put them on right, you? Right. <laughs> so that I wouldn't have to wear them. Like, <laughs> I was like, vibe. no, like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so I think from early on, I was I was definitely into the fashion. I was always pretty creative. I loved art, drawing, um, poetry, just I was very artistic. Um and I think that's how I am now, just dibbling sure. dabbling everything, fashion, makeup, interior design, modeling, 
everything. Do you think um, as a kid you saw people that were doing that or like what like where do you think the interest came from? Mm-hmm. Like was that something that your mom was into? Like you know what I mean? Was there was there anything that kind of like sparked that interest in you, or it just kind of came about? I I think it's something that was passed down, mm-hmm. like from my grandparents. Like my my grandma was a hairstylist. Oh, nice. Um, and she like me always had her nails done and the bright lipstick, whatever. So kept I think her, I kept got, herself up for yeah, real. I yeah, I think I got a lot from my grandparents. My dad. Will take a lot of credit. He's very stylish, but he gets a little crazy sometimes. <laughs> like, that's what style is. Sometimes, sometimes you gotta dyes, go a little over the right, top. You, know what like, you gotta stand out. I'm like, what you he was like, look, this pink, this pink. Don't you don't even me. understand this. You don't even understand. Right. And so I was just looking at old pictures, and he was very, he was fly. Yeah. He was, you know, from Chicago. He from Chicago. My mom is from West Coast, Oregon. Okay. Um. So I'll, I'll give my dad some credit. <laughs> yeah. But. I don't really think I didn't really watch TV a lot. I played with Barbies. Nice. Um, probably longer than I should have. Like until when? <laughs> it's amazing. Nah, go ahead. I want to know. I want to know. Probably until. Probably until ten or eleven. That's not even that long. Really, it's not. I don't think so. Okay. 10, 11, especially Cause back like when we were like, uh, yeah, but like there was not much to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This, is, this is pre-internet yeah. being like the internet. So yeah. there was literally like you had to entertain yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I wasn't, I had like limited time. My mom was very strict. Mm-hmm. Like she would let me do stuff, but it's like, all right, streetlights come on, you in the house. Yeah. Like, all right, you've been on the internet on AOL for an hour. Yeah. It's time to. Oh, so she really like out. regulated your, um, yeah, just like did. what you were doing. Yeah, she like go outside and play, go run around, do mm-hmm. stuff. She, now come back inside. Right, <laughs> exactly. Come back inside the on. But she always had me active, had me in ballet, tap, jazz, doing oh, gymnastics. That's dope. I twirled the baton and palms um, from second grade up until ninth grade. Um, yeah, I was. That's lit. Yeah. That's lit. Well, what uh, of those things? What would you say was like your favorite, or what you really like gravitated towards? I really, really like to dance. So I would say palms, mm-hmm. even though I was a lot more active in baton. But I really like palms. What is baton? Is that the it's gymnastic like the, thing when you're um, when you're twirling like the stick, uh-huh. the metal stick, mm-hmm. the metal bar? Yeah, no, I you know, like remember. with the drum. Drumline. Oh, like okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, with like the marching band and yeah. then the girls that have mm-hmm. the okay, okay, cool, and cool. And sometimes they have flag girls. It's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, though. yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, you so fast forward. <laughs> could you could you do all those tricks? Yeah. Like, yeah, Two you was nice with it. I, yeah, uh, nice. I was nice with it. That's what's up. That's I was. What's up. I don't know if I could do it now, but <laughs> it's not something that just translates as right. you get older. Um, fast forward to like high school time. Like, what kind? Yeah. Like, what was that Maya like? Lord Jesus. <laughs> okay, high school. High school, high school, man. Did you go through many different phases? Like, or okay. were you kind of the same person throughout? Actually, just just go ahead and yeah. tell your story. So I was a new girl in high school. Because I would say when Wh- I went, Which high school? Which I went school? to Northwest High School okay. in Germantown, Maryland. Um, everybody, I would say, went to middle school together, so they already knew each other yeah, and everything. For sure. So, me coming into high school, I was this new girl. I wasn't ugly. <laughs> um, I just felt like people are going to try you. 
that's a hundred percent. Yeah, that's a hundred percent fact. Good ways and bad ways. So I felt like early on, right away, I had to, I had to figure out the type of person I wanted to be, and I definitely like just the rumors that people start, and I'm like. I just got here. Yeah, like, that's real. I just felt like everybody was ready to hop on an attack quick. Yeah. Whether it was good or bad, everybody wanted to know who you were, know what you were about, try to see what the, what, what they could do to push you that's or very pull real. you. And so I was very opinionated and very... Strong-minded mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people Didn't like that mm-hmm. um, I met a guy Early on You know I met a couple guys But I kind of had my pick um, And it was a lot of drama too Around Getting me mm-hmm. It was fights My first boyfriend Got expelled Freshman year Because Of me I guess <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, it is wild. And I was just And I like, bet like with that, a lot of girls around that don't uh-huh. fuck with you know what I'm saying? Because I, I mean, I was never I mean, I was the new kid before, but not in high school. Like I was uh-huh. the type of kid I was like what you were saying, when you're in middle school, you go uh-huh. to high school and you have your friends already. Right. So I went to the high school that was for for the kids that went uh-huh. to my middle school type shit. So okay. I was never new, but I definitely could tell when like new people came in, everybody was on some like, Oh, yeah. who's this person? Like, yeah. do you know about this person? Uh-huh. Like this person came in and then like with girls, like for sure. If, cause you know what I'm saying, when you see a new girl as a boy, yeah. when you see a new girl, you are like, oh, pretty, like you know like, what I'm saying. Oh. And then the girls who you're used to like hanging out with right. and talking to on all like all the time, mm-hmm. they start to see you like look at mm-hmm. that girl. And now all of a sudden they don't mm-hmm. like that girl for no, no exactly. other reason than the fact and that like exactly. she's taking the dudes that I talk to. You know what I mean? So and like that's exactly yeah. how when because it's kind of like the girls that had been there had been done, mm-hmm. and guys are like, oh, we're norm. used to you. Like, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> we're used yeah. to you. Like, I've been there, you did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bye. So, I mean. But when you, like, when you were in high school, you kind of, like, noticed those things, like, in the moment? Or is this something that you kind of noticed as you look back? Both. Yeah. But definitely, I'm very observant. Yeah. I'm not stupid. I'm not naive at all. And so, um, it's definitely something I learned in the moment, especially people my class and especially girls even older than me and people that was cool with and it was kind of like this hate to love me type shit i want yeah, to say that, that 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 sounds about right you yeah know what I'm saying? it's like it's like it's like it's people like can click pretty, together just off the fact that they right, all like the one right. thing they have in common is that they don't like you you know what exactly I'm that's that's so high exactly. school like high school is like all about that politic mm-hmm. type shit. or it's like oh this one girl that i've been cool with for the longest she don't fuck with her let me find a reason to not fuck with her oh that's true too that's true too so um so like what types of things did you like find yourself getting involved with in high school like what mm-hmm. like i guess what were your interests around that um, time Still well, like modeling, year, fa- fashion type shit? Yeah, I was. But freshman year, I got involved in the um, step team. Um, and I just found myself, I was I was good at that. Mm-hmm. And especially the dance part, because we will always have like a dance section at the end of the step. Um, I would be mostly in the front for the dance. Um, just because that was my strong, you yeah, know? That was your thing. Yeah, that was my thing. So that was pretty much the only thing I got involved in. Yeah. 
that you could say you really like tied tied yeah. down on. I have school spirit though. Like yeah. when we would have our little pep rally. Yeah, you know, like I would the, dress we, up. the spirit week when you dress up yeah. for shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. That's actually a good way for you to show your creativity and like yeah. your fashion sense and all that mm-hmm. type of shit too. I noticed that um, some of the people who were really active in those types of things yeah. back in the day mm-hmm. are like super active in their creative works now yeah you know what i'm saying like yeah. um people who are just like into fashion like who mm-hmm. like it, it translates you know what i'm saying it it's does. like you took those opportunities to like really show out mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah, as kids if you if you did some like outlandish yeah. outfit on a regular school day mm-hmm. you know it's not like college like right. you know what i'm saying niggas are gonna like like what are you doing you know what I'm like, like, like where do you think you're going straight up yeah i was always like involved in school and did you get good Everything grades? Everything I did. Um, I did good. Yeah, I did. It was probably one science class. I can't remember if it was like biology or something like mm-hmm. that that I had to retake my senior year. But I did. Yeah. I By did. the way, I don't think that's like an indicator of like your success. Or yeah, no, yeah, I just, me I'm just interested in wondering like if I you passed were. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, what did you think you were going to be like when you grew up? Like as a kid, what did you think when I'm like 25, this is what I'm going to be? I have no idea. Yeah? You, there's not something you thought about as a kid? Like no. what you would be when you got older? No. That's interesting. I probably didn't figure out what I really wanted to do until my junior year in college. Yeah? Where did you go to college? I want to know um, about your college experience, actually. Okay. Yeah. Um, my, first, my freshman year, straight out of high school, I went to Virginia State. Interesting. That's yeah. right around. That's like that's around uh, where I was like mm-hmm. I, like when I, living in Hampton. I knew a lot of people that went to Virginia State. Yeah, yeah, it was right there. So I went there for two years. A lot of drama <laughs> and bet. a lot of partying. Not I bet not focused. Yeah, not not in it at all. And then I was like, I need a change. So my junior year, I decided I'm going to Miami. So I went to Johnson and Wales University, North Miami. Um, studied the same thing, but I was like, this is I can't I can't fuck up like I did at Virginia State. Like mm-hmm. I'm not You felt like you fucked up at Virginia State? I did. I felt like I disappointed my people. I was wasting money and the fuck was I doing? Like I wasn't missing classes, mm-hmm. like I was not I was not in it yeah. at all. Um, I can relate to that. That's, my 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 first couple years at Hampton was like a yeah. shit show. Mm-hmm. I had to get it together. Mm-hmm. So, and I know that's kind of weird because it's like you're moving to Miami to, to get it together. That's real. So, but yeah, I did though. Mm-hmm. And even though I was out there. I was like, no, this is about to be different, a totally different experience. My grades was totally different. Like in um, a good way? In a good way. Okay. Um, I was like, yeah, I'm down here in Miami. The beach is right here. Um, the clubs is popping. But no, my education came first. And I was able to transfer some of my credits. And um, instead of the four years that I was supposed to spend at this new school, you know, I graduated in three. Nice. So I was happy about that. And Do you remember if there was like a mindset shift in you like at the time definitely. and what it was like? Like, OK, so like what were some of the things you were uh, really focusing on to make what you said you wanted to do like actually happen? 
Um, well, when I was at Virginia State, it, when I say drama, it was a lot of drama. Um, I had a really bad roommate situation um, where just her friends and people surrounding her were just very mentally, I would say, like abusive, just physically, just trying to knock me down. Mm -hmm. So, like, just make me feel like nothing like bitch who the fuck are you um do you know why that was like did they not like you or just that how they, how they were like in their in their own circle man i feel like it was the same shit as yeah. in high school oh yeah yeah just no reason just hating for no reason too. yeah like i think that a lot of people try to portray how they feel about you and what they think about you onto you to make it seem like that's the person that you are. Mm -hmm. So I would get a lot of, oh, you think you're all that. <laughs> yeah, you that's, think you're that's better than me. textbook talk for what you just described. Right? I'm yeah. like, and so now being older, I don't think any of that. I never thought any yeah. of that just because of how I carried myself yeah. or what I, I had. I think about myself like right? I'm, I I'm care like, about myself. I'm like, baby girl, yeah. that's how you feel about me. Mm -hmm. That's your problem, your insecurities. Don't portray that on me. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make me feel like I'm a bad person. I'm, you know, I'm sitting there thinking like, am I too stuck up? And mm -hmm. I, and I feel like I'm the humble person, the most humble person ever. Yeah. Like anybody who came into my life, I feel like I've tried to help them or, you know, be some type of light. So at Virginia State, I just felt like that was so like. I wasn't going to class. I was dealing with this roommate situation. I couldn't trust the people around me, the people at my own home. Um, just not, you know, disappointing my mom, mm -hmm. just mentally not How do you feel like you were disappointing her? Just my grades, knowing I wasn't supposed to be doing what the fuck I was supposed to be doing mm -hmm. and just not being honest about everything. Mm -hmm. Um so I had to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. So when I went to move to Miami, I was like, nope, it's not about to happen. Roommate situation was still a little bit rocky. And I'm just like, bro, is it me? Like, <laughs> yeah, but um, it's funny because both of my roommates at Virginia State and Miami, they both, you know, have come back to me and apologized about everything and just were friends until this day, like best friends. So I'm like, okay, maybe I'm just, I come off a certain way, you mm -hmm. know, but then. Once you get to know you. Yeah, yeah. once they really know who I am and my intent, then it's like, all right, I see this girl and it's not what I thought it was. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's how I am to a lot of people, just because I'm very headstrong. I'm very, you know, yeah. my opinion, like, okay, we can agree to disagree. Now let's move on. Yeah, I feel and that same way. A lot of people way. don't like that. Yeah, because like, oh. a lot of people are like, no, I want you to see how I see it. <laughs> yeah, like, you know it's what I'm like, saying? No, it's you like, gotta agree with me. But I'm it's like, like no. yeah, because I'm a, a girl. That's so funny that you say that because I'm the exact same way. Yeah. Like, I, I'm willing to talk it out about mm -hmm. anything with anyone. Yeah. But if I know what I know and I feel like 
like mm-hmm. I'll like I'll listen to you out and I'll hear you out. But mm-hmm. if you don't change my opinion, you don't change my opinion. Exactly. But I won't disrespect mm-hmm. you because of that. You know right. what I'm saying? Whereas a lot I of people might even feel agree like with your views, with your, with how you see it or like why how, you see it that right. way. I feel you know what I'm saying? I but I feel how I feel. And then also it's like, but I'm also like humble enough where if you do persuade me, I will mm-hmm. let you know like, oh no, like you're right. And right. I I'm like I'm that way. I'm the type about like I, to me. I said something on Facebook a while ago, but um, it's something that I've always thought about where it's like um, I'm the type where I, like every conversation that I'm in, I'm trying to learn, you know what I'm saying? Or I'm trying to teach, you know what I'm saying? So right. if like we're talking about something, it's either I'm trying to teach you something that maybe I think you're seeing it in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Or if you if you're very headstrong and like how you feel, I'm trying to learn why you feel that way. You feel me? Right. So I feel like um, I, 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 I feel you on that sense. Um, I guess another question I have for you is. What what are you like into these days? Like these days, what are you really trying to focus on? As far as like, okay, so you say you're into the modeling mm-hmm. and um, you know what I'm saying, you're doing a little acting on, mm-hmm. on in there and all that type of stuff. How are you really trying to make those things happen for you? And yeah. in this kind of world where it's like you kind like you know what I'm saying. There's it's not that there's slim pickings, but there's like you kind of gotta like right. put yourself out there in, in a sense. So like how like how are you kind of navigating that scene? Um, well, I'm actually a lot into modeling (laughs) like not just a little bit so i've i don't know i feel like well i'm on the modeling scene like heavy now yeah so and i actually i've been doing that since like the video stuff since 2012 so i feel like i'm an old head i ain't old but i feel like i've been doing wait so you saying you were in your first you were in videos since 2012 yeah okay so how did you okay a better question would be like how did you get a start in that you know what i'm saying um i was actually doing some modeling stuff before i moved to miami i moved to miami in 2012 okay um and so i was doing some fashion shows for my friend um emily who had a clothing line and just little stuff you know that is this at virginia state or like here um, it was here, okay. people I knew from high school, stuff like that. And um, so I moved to Miami in 2012 to go to school, you know, focus on that. Um, Instagram, I think that's when Instagram really just started popping. And my friend, well, not my friend at the time, but he's my friend now. This guy named Bones had hit me up on Instagram, maybe two months after I moved out there and was like, hey, do you want to be Miami? Miami? Okay, okay. Um, he was like, hey, do you want to be in a Meek Mill video? And I'm like, what? Like, I'm like, <laughs> Wait, 2012, a- Meek Mill. Okay, yeah, Meek Mill yeah, is like on like, MMG at this point. Yeah. Right? And so I was like, is this a joke? Is this yeah, a scam? Right. Like, <laughs> Straight what? up. And so um, I'm like, yeah. And so he was doing the started from the remix, started from the started bottom, from the bottom. remix. Mm-hmm. Um, this is when him and Drake was cool at the time. <laughs> which they're cool again I now, mean, which too. Which they're cool now, which I'm really happy yeah. about. It's funny how things go, yeah. you know, in a full circle. I also think that, like, you know what I'm saying, for the most part, rap beefs, for the most part, mm-hmm. they're just, like, it's entertainment for real. Mm-hmm. I, I really do think it's like, it's like, you yeah. know what I'm saying, it's like athletes, like, when they're playing each other, they mm-hmm. don't like each other, but, mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying, you might see LeBron and Carmelo Anthony hanging out after, you know what I'm saying, like, right. shit like that. I, I think, think it's, it's the same way. I think it's for sales. Like, yeah. I don't buy nothing yeah. yet, No more. But they're, for, they're cool now, so it's cool. Yeah. yeah. 
So it's funny how that happens. So yeah, so that really, I think, popped stuff off for me where I was just like, okay. I what was that it. first experience like? Like, what, like, like, kind of walk me through um, what was going through your head, going, like, leading up, up yeah. to the Meek Mill thing and then yeah. being there. Um, I was nervous. Yeah. I was always kind of insecure about the way I looked. Um, my weight fluctuated a lot in high school, just up and down. People asked me, like, are you pregnant? Because it would just be like that. Like, well, one minute you thin and the next minute, like, are you, are you looking thick? You know? <laughs> so I was always kind of insecure about that. But, mm-hmm. you know, people liked it. People liked how I look, regardless. Um, I always feel like we're our own worst critics. Right, we are. We are. So when he hit me up about it, I was nervous, but I was definitely like, yeah, I was never the one to shy away from my opportunity, no matter how insecure I was about yeah. myself. So... um I was like, yeah, and I even brought two of my friends with me. I didn't have to, but I didn't want to go by myself. That's very you know, true. I was in a new city. No, I didn't really very, know. I never met real. this guy before. You know, I've never been in this type of environment with like real measures. artists. And yeah, and I'm just like, no, let me let me share this moment with some of my girls, like who were down there for school as well. So um, we went to the video, and it was cool. Like. He was nice and all his um, friends were there. They were really goofy. Like nobody was really trying anything. Mm-hmm. You know, they weren't trying to get us fucked up mm-hmm. or nothing like that. It was really, really cool. And the director was cool. Everybody was really nice. Some of the girls were a little bit standoffish. Yeah, but that's the given. Yeah. You know, once I'm like, girl, you're pretty, I'm pretty, we're both here for a job, mm-hmm. let's do our job. Yeah. And I've always been like that. Like I don't understand why if we're on the same set, why you feel like I shouldn't be here. Yeah. We got cast it. Like we're both here. <laughs> like, like, it's so like I'm are, you. Like, right? I'm like, like, I wouldn't be here for, <laughs> for a reason. Straight like up. <clears throat> So and but you know just being my first experience and having you know even a solo part and I, I just felt like okay I could do this like this is something that I want to do and mm-hmm. I want to get into more so um, he helped me do Bones helped me do a lot more videos and he was a photographer so he would have me come and do if he was doing like a commercial or promo just little shit he would just have me come out there and do so I think that's what really got shit popping off and um so 2015 i ended up moving back here and i'm doing a lot more stuff for local artists so it's not as big Mm -hmm. but um but let me go back to miami though but after that you know i really got hooked up with mmg i met with the promo manager for mmg after the music video and he wanted me to come promote for them and so i was doing a lot of club promotions. Like I have, so I have the shirts and the towels and. Cups and Rick Ross is from Miami, huh? So he like, is. I'm sure like they're huge out there. They were, yeah, yeah, exactly. They're out there all the time. Yeah. So it was always in the clubs, always come here or on just everywhere. I, I live at Story at Cameo, wherever we needed to be. We was there. We was on the streets, you know, promoting. We was at the concerts and when they had new albums coming out, we would promote for Wale, promote mm-hmm. for Meek Mill. Yeah. Um, so you know yeah that 2012 time was a good time for mmg actually i remember because i remember that's like right when i was i think i was probably like a 
junior or senior in college in 2012. I graduated mm-hmm. in 2013, so yeah, I was like a junior. Okay. And um, yeah, like that, I remember that was when, I mean, I'd always been like a Wale fan mm-hmm. um, in high school, like when he was like, Mm-hmm. really unknown mm-hmm. and then when he got signed to MMG I was like oh this is yeah. lit you know what I'm saying what a city. yeah I was like this is lit <laughs> and um, this is when like the self-made album mm-hmm. that joint MMG album mm-hmm. came out like I was like these niggas like, these are my this is like other than Young Money I'm a huge Lil Wayne fan so like I was like other than Young Money this is my favorite like coalition right. of rappers right. you know what I'm saying right it was like MMG they were super was lit. like one of the biggest. Yeah, yeah, labels. they were they were out. Yeah, definitely, definitely, right, definitely. Um, so being in Miami and doing all of that, what do you think are some things that you learned in the in that in that situation? Um, I learned how to carry myself. I learned that not all money is good money. <laughs> That's real. That's real. Um, what, what 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 do you mean by that? What what taught you that? All money is not good money. Yeah. Um, just I saw a lot of girls really sell themselves short and, you know, sell their soul to get to certain places and do things. And so I think by me meeting certain people when I did, I realized that I didn't have to do that. That's real. Like I didn't have to like this guy didn't know me. He hit me up on Instagram could have easily said no. You could have easily ignored. I could have said mm-hmm. no. He could have easily found some girls mm-hmm. who was already in Miami. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I've been here for two months. Didn't have no car. What like we? I took a bus to my friend's place who lived in downtown Miami. We took. I don't even know if Lyft and Uber was out at that time, but we took a cab. Yeah, we took a That's cab. That's crazy that Lyft and Uber probably weren't out. I don't think the, they were out I don't out think in, they were uh, out 2012. At the, in 2012. Yeah. We took a cab to the video shoot and took it back. And, like, that was all out of pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I'm like, he didn't have to hit me up. Mm-hmm. And then Lincoln with the promo manager, he liked how I look. He didn't have to put me on with all of this and I just met people like and I was just around certain people and I felt like I didn't have to I could have because it was easy plenty of times I could have been you know really fast and really you know you I know, know just yeah, yeah, yeah. up on these niggas these industry niggas but I didn't have to do that and it's funny because my friend at the time back home was telling me that people was Talking about me moving out there, and I, I didn't even know people was talking about me. I'm just like, what do I have to do with you? Yeah. I'm like, I'm in Miami, out there for school, trying to change and you know fix my education for real. And it just so happened that God, you know, put this experience in my life, and now. Oh, she out there showing her ass. She must be sucking and fucking and yeah. doing all this wild shit. Like, damn, like I came out here for a school. Yeah. And I'm just like, all right. So when she told me that, I was just like, what the fuck? You see that a lot, though. I feel like with especially with people who, you know, don't do any. I, the way I see it is like you only talk about other people when you're not doing something like your your mind isn't mm-hmm. preoccupied on yourself. Preach. So you have nothing mm-hmm. but time. And I kind of think about that with people who even like get super caught up in like what celebrities are doing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what I'm saying I see what's on the news. But at the same time, I, I don't pay so much attention to the news because I'm paying a lot of attention to myself and right. what I'm trying to do. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so. I think it's the same thing. It's it's the same thing when you're doing that with like other people you know. You know what I'm saying? If you see mm-hmm. people who are doing things like whatever it is, and then you have 
nothing but time to comment about it right it's like dog like you need to spend more time focusing right. on yourself and i'm not only that in a slighting way to do with it's just like people. straight up and so i just i never understood that and i feel like it's been that way for the longest so shit like that don't even surprise me anymore yeah um were were there like any like i guess difficult or like uh things that you struggled with in that time like uh, like you know what I mean? Like, was there anything kind of like frustrating or difficult about those types of jobs? Um, I mean, it's always frustrating when it's an all day thing. You're tired. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say like the most difficult thing that I've had to deal with was basically my health. Um, just being physically. And mentally healthy Because I feel like When I moved to Miami I was definitely In a better mental space But it was still Hard Dealing with certain people And certain environments But I was definitely You know Discovering who I am And who I was trying to be At that point Um, But definitely my My health physically Was probably the Most difficult thing I've ever had to deal with And I feel like everything else it's a walk in the park for me. How have you dealt with that? Um, and I know, like, I mean, the way, like, even as you think of your answer, like, I know yeah. that life is a cyclic thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know me personally, I go through, like, fits where I'm, like, for a month, I'm, like, everything that I'm doing is great. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm on track. I love what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And then literally the next month, I'm like, I'm a piece of shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, for, for like a month straight, I'm like, yeah. so I, I lack all the confidence. I'm like, so, you know what I'm saying, down on myself. And then literally the month after that, I can be back on my high horse. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I know it's something that you really have to constantly mm-hmm. deal with. And, um, you know what I'm saying, try to, yeah. Uh, I guess uh, pay attention to, but I'm just interested in knowing, like, when you're in those types of situations, what are some things that you do to kind of, I guess, knock you out of your funk? Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of people don't know, but since I was 11 years old, I, yeah, when I was 11 years old, sixth grade, I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. Oh, wow. And so, you know, that age, that's right before your teenage years. You know, people not really knowing how to stand out, but more so want to fit in with everybody and not knowing, hell you know, yeah. being different. No, hell yeah. Hell being yeah. different is not, it's not the, the thing. Cool thing. It's not the end thing <laughs> like, at that you know, so age. You got to be like everyone else. Exactly. Especially at 11 years old, like you just coming into middle school. You just want to fit in. Dog. Right. Like, you you just know, everybody. You want to find someone that right. you can, or some right. one or some ones right. that you can like link right. up with. Right, click with. Exactly. Everybody is clicking up exactly. at that exactly. point. So at that age, you know, it was really hard for me to accept what the fuck was going on with me and my body. Um, so for years, so what it's been, was that 2000? It's been 15 years now, it's 2013. So yeah, it's been 15 years now. And I still, you know, I'm still dealing with it. I don't even know. I don't know, I'm probably still in denial about it. You know, I probably didn't accept it until some point in college. You know, I didn't want friends to know I didn't want other people to know I didn't Mm -hmm. want guys I was dealing with to know you know I didn't want to be different and you know I wanted to be I wanted to be me but I wanted to still be relatable to other people you know ignorance coming out ignorant comments Mm -hmm. coming out you know like 
even in music, you know, she thinks she's sweet. You know what Nicki Minaj say about the yeah. whole diabetic line? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, but a lot of times I do think shit yeah, is sweet. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, maybe it's fitting, you know, but a lot of people don't understand. Even people, I have people who knew about it that would use it against me. Yeah. You know, my illness, like. And, you know, I was a lot more overweight back then. So people would say it was because of my oh, weight, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, kids were mean. <laughs> I so, say that all the time, dog. Kids are As a, I was it's crazy. When I was young, mean. I was, I mean, I, it's crazy because I was born and raised here in America. But my mm-hmm. parents, I'm a first generation Nigerian. My parents okay. were born and raised in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. I have, uh, my name is Emeka. So, like, right. yes, I have an African name. Mm-hmm. Kids would make fun of me just for being African. I'm like, dog, like, I, this is my heritage. Right. Like, Back I have then, nothing to do with like, African was so bad. It was, bad, like, like, so bad. Yeah, it. like, niggas would right. literally make fun of me. And I just didn't understand in the sense mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, like, I can't, like, if I could change it, I would. You know what I mean? But it's like, I can't. It's, and, and the fact that I thought that I, I wanted to change it just mm-hmm. because I was getting made fun of. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was like, damn, like, if this will make niggas leave me alone, I don't want to own up to being African. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, shit, I, I, yeah, I say all the time, kids are fucking mean. They're fucking mean as shit. So, I feel like that really made me who I was. And the person that I am today that really molded me into the strong individual that I was knowing that, all right, like, this is something that I can control. And the way that people try and use it against me is something that I can control as well. I can either make it a negative thing or I can make it a positive thing. And I can put some people up on some knowledge about it and just being who I was and seeing how I don't want to say like people look up to me because I don't like this like I'm Beyonce or Oprah (laughs) like I'm not but just seeing how I moved certain people whether good or bad um I feel like sharing my stories like wow like a lot of people wouldn't even know people tell me all the time like you don't look like you have diabetes. I'm like, well, how the fuck you look like? <laughs> how the fuck you look like you have diabetes? Like, I never understood that. And so I'm like, well, that's good. I, you know, I tell people all the time, I'm like, well, that's the goal. I, I don't plan to look like I have it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm doing everything that I'm doing, hustling with it. Um, and a lot of my friends, people closest to me tell me, you know, I'm like, the strongest person. I feel like that's a very interesting point that you made about realizing and understanding that people do look up to you, even Mm -hmm. though you don't see it in yourself. Like, Mm -hmm. cause I I feel the exact same way. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm anyone special. And that's, I think that's kind of why I preach the things that I do. Cause it's like, literally, I feel like I'm, even below average. I'm, I feel like I'm so normal. You know what I'm saying? But I have, I have people who like really, um, express like their gratitude or express their People like appreciation for like it. the things that I've done, right. like video wise or like, right. you know what I'm saying? Some of the things that I've made and they'll be like, yo, like this was really good. And not even that it was just really good, but like, you know what I'm saying? They're, they're telling me things that I don't even feel about myself. Right. And I'm just like, I don't see it. But I think you have to recognize that if someone else does, you need to like appreciate yeah. that and kind yeah. of not like live up to it in a sense that is unhealthy for you. But like if someone does look up to you, you need to kind of hold yourself as someone who's worth being looked up to. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And I feel like as um, 
Just, what's interesting is everyone's a regular person, dog. Mm-hmm. Beyonce is like it's before she was person. Beyonce, she was a regular mm-hmm. person, mm-hmm. and she still like <laughs> I said was. She still is she like is. a person. You know what I'm saying? I and, mean, certain people. Uh, uh, but of course, but the thing is Beyonce, like, but <laughs> but no, nah, but like, but that's the but that's what it boils down to. Like we yeah. we kind of idol, idealize and like yeah. worship people who are regular people, yeah. but because of their celebrity persona, mm-hmm. we. We, we literally convince ourselves that they're not, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And yeah. I think that's, I think that's damaging on one part, you know what I'm saying? But I also, I look at it as, okay, as me being mech, like if, you know what I'm saying, four people look up to me, then I need to own up to the fact that like, yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? Like I have something that they don't have in themselves and they see something special in me. I need to realize that in myself and not like act like it's not there or act, or be yeah. like, nah, like don't look up to me. I'm just like a regular nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think especially at that time when I was in Miami dealing with MMG and being around those people, that's exactly how I felt. I felt like these are regular people. I didn't really see them as celebrities, even about being around Rick Ross. Mm -hmm. Like, I just felt like, you know, they chose me to be like out of, it's so many beautiful girls. Like it's so many beautiful girls. And I just felt, I didn't feel I never feel starstruck. Like I've been to so many events and did so much shit. I never felt like, oh my God, like I've just always, and even when I bring my friends with me, you know, I have, I kind of have to tell them, don't you know. Be, don't be starstruck. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like just be, I'm like, I always say this. I'm like, act like you belong here. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like they're just people yeah. with more money, mm-hmm. but that's it. Yeah. And I'm just like, if you act like you belong here and you don't, you know, like, look all scary and stuff. Like, anybody gonna say nothing to you? That's real. Like, carry yourself like a boss, and people will treat you like that. That's real. And so that's how I always carry myself. Yeah. Um, it's funny that you mentioned Rick Ross because even even after all this shit that we said, like, mm-hmm. Rick Ross is actually one of my like niggas who I really really look up to. Yeah, in you know the what I'm saying? Or not even in, in the rap game in the like person yeah game, you know what i'm saying like yeah. he's one of my favorite rappers only because like, i don't think he's like the greatest rapper yeah, no. like bar for bar or anything but like that consistent. but I, he's consistent as hell so. um i fuck with his business like savvy mm-hmm. and i fuck with his uh like the principles of like the shit that he talks about so like okay, yeah. a lot of his a lot of the constant themes of his music mm-hmm. is like loyalty to mm-hmm. like people and uh like carrying yourself like a boss yeah. or like you know what i'm saying like and that's and that and yeah. like literally outside Outside of the music, I do like his music, but outside of the music, I like yeah. his principles. Yeah, you know what I'm I saying? don't agree with everything. Like I don't yeah, agree yeah. with everything anybody does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But definitely was definitely like appreciative and happy to be a part of that mm-hmm. um, empire. Yeah, because I was built. yeah. So what I was gonna ask is like, did you have any um, like? Even if they're not like exchanges with him mm-hmm. personally, but like what I guess did you learn from like his camp? Um, hustle. Yeah. Go like just go like after everything. Like, 
you know, I was there during the time even Wale and Meek Mill was getting into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't physically there, but just hearing even, everything. Bro, even how he, Rick Ross, yeah. handled that situation. Exactly. Even how he handled the Meek and Drake situation. Right. I'm he, just like, he yeah, handled like, it like, not like Kanye. Yeah, he, like, he, like, let them. He's like, let them do what it is, but at the same time, like, right. we're all getting, we're all getting money together. Exactly. So we all need to, like, right. bro, I heard an interview that he did, like, right in the heat of the Meek and Drake shit. And who, I was just like, um, who, Rick, Ross? Yeah, Rick yeah. Ross did an interview with I think Fuckmaster Flex I think okay. if I remember correctly and yeah this is the type of shit he was talking about he was like dog like you know what I'm saying like both of y'all grown men we both like we all get money together you know what I'm saying like Drake was doing a lot of like Rick, like he was mm-hmm. featured on a lot of Rick Ross shit mm-hmm. one of my favorite Drake songs is Lord Knows that has mm-hmm. Rick Ross on it you know what I'm saying so like I was just like, damn. And then even with the Meek and Wale shit, I was just like, dog, like, this nigga is the type to, like, get, let y'all niggas do what y'all gotta do. But at the same time, like, he kind of, I don't know, just the way he handles things yeah. in the sense of, like, do what you gotta do, but, like, don't fuck with the umbrella. You right. know what I mean? Like, don't fuck with the umbrella right. of the whole shit. That's just, I, I really look up to that shit. Um, who do you kind of, like, look up to as far as, like in your life like who who has been super inspirational influential on yeah. your life thus far and I mean, it could be anyone whether it's celebrity yeah, it's personal probably, okay well it's probably cliche but my mom um Beyonce mm-hmm. <laughs> my friends all call me Beyonce but um but no definitely my mom um just seeing how she handled everything um with me growing up um her being a single parent um how she handled everything with my father um she didn't ask him for child support she basically told him you know do what you can um do what you can yeah um and that meant everything money physically being there like she's gonna handle her shit and then yeah. she'll just like she's like she's not gonna like I, I really respect that because I, I I run my mom's company and okay. being I've never been in a manager position mm-hmm. until that and I really I really took on that challenge because I was telling myself like as I'm growing my like nation thing mm-hmm. I wanted to learn how to like turn something into a business and like right. operate it like a business and that's one of the biggest things I've had to learn is mm-hmm. People are people and they're going to do what they do. Mm-hmm. And you can either A, hang yourself up on them not doing what you think that they're supposed to do. Yeah. Or you can just appreciate whatever they do bring to the table. Mm-hmm. And I think it takes more power and more um, like bossness, yeah. for lack of a better word, yes. to appreciate what people do mm-hmm. and just kind of like pick up the slack wherever you can. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And that's exactly what she did. You know, when had me, went back to school Stayed on the East Coast when she could have moved back home, like where all of her family is. Get more help, probably. Right, because she moved out here for him. He was stationed out here mm-hmm. in Virginia, and we lived in D.C. So once they separated, you know, I think they were married for a year or two, not even. And um, once they separated, you know, he he married someone else. Damn. Right. Well, not damn. I guess like it's people like love is love. Because I feel like, I mean, my mom told me like I never I kind of resented him for that. But she told me that she believes that she met he met her while they were still married Mm -hmm. um, where he had to be stationed somewhere else. And it didn't work out. And he just ended up. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. You know, like it was meant to be or some shit. But um, 
But, you know, I don't speak ill on my stepmother at all because I have brothers and sisters from her that mm-hmm. I would die and kill for my whole life. Like, I've never. Like you love them. Like, I love like them. Blood, I love, like them. Th- I love yeah. her. I never, despite what my mom has told me about how her and my dad met or how, you know, that that whole trio, you know, whatever came from that is a blessing to me. And I don't know, like, I would kill for them. Yeah. So I never speak ill about her. But I, going back to your question, uh, but I really do look up to my mom um, just for handling that situation. With my stepmom, she was never petty, never took him to court. Just told him, do what you can. If you want to come see her, you can come see her. Just make plans to do so. You know, if you're going to buy her a plane ticket, buy her a plane ticket. And that's one thing my mom, I used to go to Chicago, my dad's family. Everybody's in Chicago. I used to go to Chicago every summer once I was able to fly by myself um, at the age of five. And before then, um, I would go with my mom and my dad sometimes. But every summer up until I was 18 when I graduated high school, I would go every single summer to Chicago. And my mom paid for every single trip. That's crazy. To go see his family. That's crazy. My grandmother. Because my mom's grandmother, she passed. She died away. Yeah. She died when I was, my mom was three months pregnant with me. So I never met her. Wow. Um. And Oregon is far, so we've been out there mm-hmm. maybe like a few times. Yeah. But she every summer. I mean, I'm sure my mom liked her freedom, but she didn't have to do that. No, that's, no, that's very <laughs> she real. She could have put that's me in camp real. or something like or that. Or could have been just been spiteful, like out of spite, because a lot of people do out of spite. Just exactly. like, no, you can't see my kids. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But like, it wasn't like that. Yeah. Um. And so, and my dad, he ended up moving to Cali, and I know a couple times he. And I know he was stationed in Singapore for a little bit. He did buy me a plane ticket to go out there, but he didn't buy me one back. So mm-hmm. my mom didn't, she didn't send me. Mm-hmm. She was like, no, you need to, my daughter's <laughs> coming like, back. How's she going to get back? Right, how's she going <laughs> to get back? Like, up. No. And my dad is just that type of person to be like, um, you know, I'll buy her when she get here. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. He kind of the spur of the moment. Yeah, like, I, I'm that way too. Yeah, and I'm my mom's like, too. no. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, and I got my shots and everything to go out there, and I did not go. And I'm like, for real. Yeah. But I was like seven, so I'm just like, whatever. But um, I really do look up to my mom, just everything that she, every situation she's handled with my dad and um, men in general. I'm not going to say my mom's a hoe because she's not a hoe. But she's, and she's not ugly. So she, she dated a lot like me growing up. Um, and just each relationship, I feel like I learned something. Like I'm very observant. So I learned a lot, I think, about men looking at her relationships and just how she can handles herself and carries herself and really not even needing a man to be there. But if the man really wanted to step up, she allowed them to. Mm-hmm. Um and just working and just providing for me and really, um, you know, just giving me the best um, and just being spoiled. And it's just, it's funny how, I, you know, I lived in a home with one parent and I felt like 
I lived a pretty good. Yeah, you feel like you had all the love you yeah. needed. That's what's yeah, up. Yeah, I didn't That's have both up. parents to give me everything. And just and it's just so funny to me when people be like, oh, you're you're so privileged and um, spoon-fed. It's so funny and, how people... Like, yeah, just because of the way yeah, that I carry like, myself. Yeah, and I'm like, that's no. That's how you know my folks did a good job. Right. right? I was like, it's the way that I was raised. Yeah. I'm like, you could have both parents and your grandparents and all in your household and be raised like Poorly. shit. Yeah. Straight up. I, I it's funny, um, when I when people kinda tell me how I am mm-hmm. to a certain degree, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I I feel like I've done I've had a lot of growth over the last mm-hmm. like four years that have been I'm literally on my own, like yeah. wanting to become a better person. Mm-hmm. But up until like I was like 22 years old, when people would tell me like how I am person personally, I'd be like, yo, like this is, the, this is who my parents raised. Right. Like, you know what I'm my parents get all the right. credit. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I was always super respectful because I didn't know any other. Mm-hmm. I had no like room for being disrespectful to right. adults. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like my parents right. did not play that shit. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, people in general, my mom always raised me to be to be poised, to always treat people how they treated me. Mm-hmm. She always raised me. I'm not a very religious person. My mom is, but I do have. Yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah, I do have a lot of faith. Yeah, and I do that's believe that God sees you. She, yeah. And so she just instilled in me that God sees everything that yeah. you do, good or bad, to not do things because of how they'll come back to you. Just yeah. do things because it's the right thing to do. That's true. My mom up until this day tells me just do things because it's the right thing to do. And I feel like also in that, I think something that I learned is, um, not even that I've learned, but something that I do recognize also about my faith is mm-hmm. that God won't put me in situations that I can't get through. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, um like if I'm in a situation, there's a way for me to like, right. even if I don't come out on top, like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like beating my chest, like I can mm-hmm. get through it and then like get to like another time. Like, like I was saying before, when I have those uh, down moments where I'm like down on mm-hmm. myself, I always know like I'm going to get to a point where I'm mm-hmm. feeling good about myself again. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I just have to like kind of like muscle through and even right. kind of like you were saying about you know what I'm saying? Getting opportunities and feeling down about yourself as the opportunity is like coming. Yeah. I still power my way through and right. be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is the I day I, I have to do this. Yeah. And then like, I'll, 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 I'll get back to sulking and shit after yeah. it's done. You know what Something I mean? Like, yeah, like exactly. So that's a very, mm-hmm. very good point. Um, yeah. And shout out, to, shout out to moms, dog. Cause right, like my, my mom moms. is a very big inspiration to me as well. She's my, if, if my father wouldn't feel no type of way, I would have her walk me down the aisle. <laughs> that's, real. that's real. That's real. That's I real. That's real. Yeah. But my dad, um, he's, super, how do you, do you, do you think, um, that shaped how you see relationships at all? Um, my mom and my dad. Um, yeah, like uh, that situation, as far as like how you handle your own relationships, like do you feel like um, you take any of that into account or no? I mean, I would say no, but that's probably a lie. Yeah, um, I guess it, I would probably have to ask whoever you've dealt with because exactly. like we never know like how we project yeah. shit. You but know I think saying? that by my parents, not um, working out, I have become a very relationship person. Um, what do you mean? Like you want relationships or you don't want them? Um, I do want relationships mm-hmm. for the longest time. And you cherish them? I do. Yeah. I'm a very like, if I'm in a relationship, I'm very faithful. I'm very 
wife like mm-hmm. um but i'm still very headstrong and mm-hmm. independent i think i'm very much like my mom when it comes to that and i learned a lot from how she wasn't cuz i've seen her weak points with men that I couldn't really speak about when I was younger because oh you're too young you yeah. don't know what you're <laughs> stay out of grown folks business yeah but I was very very wise for my age and you know before I could talk I was batting my eyes that I kind of <laughs> knew what I wanted and how to get things <laughs> from so I learned a lot of things from that but and I was I always had a guy. Like, even in kindergarten, like, I always had a guy, and I'm just like, you know, my mom's telling me about me batting my eyelashes in church at men. I'm just like, oh, I was fast. <laughs> I was, I'm like, what the hell do I know about That's batting real. my eyelashes? Yeah. But, um, and she was like, yeah, you knew, you know, you knew how to sway people, you know how to charm people. That's one thing I knew early on. Um, but I definitely, I was, I wouldn't call myself a player. I definitely crushed a lot. I really didn't, I really don't think I even knew my potential until about middle school where I'm like, oh, boys really boys do like, like boys yeah. like me. Like, okay, all right. That's cool. what, what, what made you realize that? Do you remember like what, um, what, what happened that made you realize like, oh, you know, gr- elementary school i was kind of tomboyish i feel like a lot of girls i feel like a lot of like because you know you don't even like like dresses and skirts i didn't really do like i didn't really like makeup like my hair like like well no my hair was always done my mom was like no you never leave the house without your hair done Mm -hmm. that was one thing that she always taught me but like i will always come back shoes fucked up jeans like I was always playing around outside and so it wasn't until middle school where I I guess I kind of seen that guys started to like me and I I think that's also middle school is the time when guys start to realize that they like girls you know what I mean like like guys are starting to like your body parts for real and then you see other girls and you're like all right I need to you know, she got I need her nails done. I gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I wasn't allowed to get my nails, but like done things like that. School, it's like yeah. you notice like what other girls are doing, and it's yeah. like, oh, I want to cuten it up, too. right? And yeah. or, or you just you really see your potential then, and it's like, okay, I need to groom myself a little <laughs> bit. Like, all right, let me, you know, let me uh, pluck this eyebrow. Let me like. That's when I really I feel like I mean I always been girly tomboyish. Like I've I've always been the one to. Want to go camping, but uh, I don't want to step in the mud. Yeah, <laughs> like you like, want to do things, but you don't yeah. want to like yeah do get the nitty all the gritty. way yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So that was like always me. Like I wasn't afraid to like oh yeah let's go rock climbing, but I don't want to wear that. That's like, real. <laughs> like no, I want to I look cute doing it. I want to look cute doing it. So, but yeah, I'm I'm always like out there ready that's what's up that's what's up um i kind of want to switch gears just a little bit um what has been what has been your like current obsession over the last like six or so months like and it could be anything like literally like favorite tv show favorite like person to follow on ig like whatever what's something that you've been like really obsessed with over the last like i'll start for me i've been i've been obsessed (laughs) It's a healthy obsession. I've okay. been obsessed with this chick named IMDDB. No, not like okay. she's obsessed with it. She like as far as like she's a rapper, right? And okay. I got put onto her music like 
uh, really for like a year. I, I got put onto her music like maybe a year ago. Yeah. And I just been listening to her all her shit, and I listen to her like every day. She just dropped a new uh, tape called uh, Vibes. I okay. think it's called Vibes. She had she had a, she dropped a joint called Hood Rich Volume Three like mm-hmm. six months ago, and that's when I was just like, damn, like she's fucking she's nice. Dope. You know what I'm saying? I even talked she's about a rapper. she's a rapper. Okay. She's from the UK. Okay. And um. She did her first show in the States like a month ago. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like I'm just like obsessed with her music, dog. Like she, she, I don't know. She just gets me hyped, dog. It's so weird. And, but I she's good. She's good. Yeah. She's like a UK. Um, I wouldn't even call her Cardi B. She's like a mm. fucking, she, she's like, a, like she raps about trap shit. Yeah. But she's, I don't know. Like she just got such a good vibe, yeah. dog. Like I would definitely you know, suggest you um, check her out. I don't know if I would say I have an obsession mm-hmm. because I'm so like all over the place. Yeah. With everything. Okay, an in- interest or like something yeah. that you've been interested in. Um, you know, I've just been really trying to focus on like my next steps, like what the fuck I really want to do. That's and that's I still cool. don't know. That's no, and that's I, cool. Yeah, but I kind of want to do everything. So, um, this past. But yesterday I just did a maternity shoot for my friend and I did her makeup and I was a creative director for that. So I'm really kind of trying to do behind the scenes stuff as well as being in front of the scenes. Mm -hmm. Like I'm really trying to do both and um, I'm really trying to get, like I told you before, into acting um, and really doing like more speaking roles and more dramatic roles because I just feel like I'm really good at crying. Yeah. On cue. Are you? I am though. That's lit. I am. No, that's it's not. No, no, but that's, I, I, I think that's, first of all, I think. I think it's a big talent. Being able though. to tap, tap into emotions yeah. is what I, is what I see when, exactly. I, when you say that. When you say that, mm-hmm. I'm like hearing that, okay, you can tap into emotions mm-hmm. quickly, which mm-hmm. is, dog, some people literally can't even get in touch with their emotions when they right. need to. You know right. what I'm saying? So to be able to do that shit on demand, right. that's a real fucking talent. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's very interesting. So, are you um, being like into acting and stuff like that? How are you trying to make those things happen for yourself? Yeah, by going on auditions. Um, I think it's starting with the music videos and just having a little bit of speaking roles in there. But then just being like, all right, like I want to do more respectable stuff. Because, you know, being in music videos, you get this video vixen. People think you're and that's what they think you are yeah, all the time. Yeah, fucking the artist or, you know, people have thought that for a yeah. while ever, you know, back to. Yeah, I, I I mean, I've gotten to a point, dog, where it's literally I don't give two shits about what people think about right. anything. Like it's right. so and it's got it's it's even trickled into the into like even even my family to some degree. Like I love my family and I would do anything for them. Yeah. But. They, they're so judgy. It's like just how they are. Like just, I'm not even trying to like be yeah. critical of them. It's just like, that's just how, how Africans are. are. African people are judgy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they just are. Mm-hmm. So like I have to kind of like take into consideration that they're not going to understand things until yeah. after the fact. You right. Know? So when I'm, when I'm doing something, even in all of this, cause mm-hmm. when I was, when I started doing all this originally, like my parents thought I was going to be a doctor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was, I was studying when I went to school. I studied biology. I was getting ready to go to, uh, like grad school. Yeah. Um, I was going to be in the medical field and all my siblings are in the medical field. Yeah. And I came to them talking about, I want to do videos and yeah. I want to do all this. And they, they were like, no, they were not for it. You know what I'm saying? They were just like, they thought I was a joke. Yeah. Um, but like, 
now that they see that I'm serious and I'm mm-hmm. and it's an actual thing, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're starting to respect it. Exactly. So I say all of that to say that you kind of have to, I ha- I kind of had to show them it was a real thing mm-hmm. and not let them use their imagination as oh he wants to make videos that means he's going to just be doing this all the time. And it's like no like that means I'm going to be doing corporate events. I'm going to be doing sporting events. You know what I mean? I'm just yeah. I'm going to be making money with my camera. That's yeah. all it means. You and know I think. Especially because when I did the lingerie fashion show. Um, and that was the first thing, right? That was, a, you said your first thing or no? No, that wasn't my first thing. Oh, that's but, where you saw I, Ike, Ike? Yeah, that's okay. where I saw Ike. So it was like um, an early, it was an early thing. Yeah, it was an early thing, but that, and that was kind of like me, like when I first came back home from Miami, that was like my first um, gig, I would say. Yeah. So, and I was like, all right, I need to. Like, I want to get the ball rolling yeah. on this. And so I think when I did that, you know, my mom and, you know, I invited some other people, you know, that's when they really started to take it serious. Like, okay, you know, she's a lot more comfortable with her body because that was a big thing for me, you know, being someone who was insecure. Oh, yeah, um, and I was probably 30, 40 pounds heavier at the time. And um, they're like, okay, this is big for her, you know, to put herself out there like this and do that. And so, and then I was, when I was in Ike's video, you know, I had a lingerie scene in there and, you know, we were kind of getting intimate and, you know, and I'm like, it's acting. And so that's when, you know, my friends, my family, they're realizing like, okay, yeah, like she, she really trying to do this mm-hmm. or whatever. And so, you know, a couple more roles came and, you know, and now it's like a consistent thing. Maybe like two, three times a month, maybe I might have some project going mm-hmm. on. You know, some last minute shit might pop up. Like, you know, I had the maternity shoot I did for my friend um, this past weekend. I'm doing this. I got to shoot Tuesday. You know, it's it's a, you know, things change. The, the things and, are starting to roll. But yeah, things but things are, starting, are starting, to starting to roll. And so I'm just feeling like, all right. So I really want to do, you know, I've been looking up auditions to actually um, go on and trying to set up some actual acting classes because I just don't want to hop into it. Like, but I think that, you know, just having the skill to cue into my emotions um, to do certain things. I feel like I have a talent for that and I want to do it in a respectable way, like videos, people look at you in a totally different light than when you're on stage or you're actually filming for a movie like i want to be like a nia long or mm-hmm. halle berry or sana mm-hmm. lathan type yeah um you know so doing this start is great but i want to get into that more serious i think of it as like a lauren london like lauren okay. lauren london it's funny yeah i yeah it's so funny i watched the friend video you remember that song friend with jay yeah. Pharrell? Mm-hmm. i watched that video like literally like three days ago right yeah. not for the first time but i just randomly stumbled upon it again mm-hmm. and i was like damn that's lauren london you know what i'm saying but it's like lauren london now it's like she's a she's an yeah. actress you know what i'm saying like right. actress is her main thing yeah no and i was just like damn like she really did like start from there mm-hmm. but it, it, it is very easy to once you start there mm-hmm. get like stuck there mm-hmm. you know what i mean and um, i feel like that's why girls like lauren london or um what drea and all these um other strippers even the strippers are trying to get into this whole acting um scene or whatever and so it's really it's hard for people to take you serious, but I feel like if you got a talent for it. But it's like you said, like you have to kind of take yourself serious in that yeah. shit first. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. got it. Like you got to practice being an actress. You can't just have a good face and be like, 
I can yeah. I, you and put me in front of your camera right. and I can act because if you can't right. act then that will I mean, show that, you know but what that I mean? goes for modeling as that's well because a lot of yeah, people no, think real. like oh I'm pretty like yeah. let me just no it it takes a little bit more substance and and, the, and even like what the point I'm trying to make is that you you have to kind of take it upon yourself not yeah. not you but like the person yeah. has to take it upon themselves to practice that shit mm-hmm. like on their own so that they can show that they can bring that to the table yeah because like people might bring you in because of the pretty face but mm-hmm. like once you start demanding like this is what i want to do mm-hmm. or even if it's not for this project but you start saying i want to be an actress you have yeah. to show that you have that talent mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah, so think, you have to yeah. develop that talent on your own probably right you know and what i what think saying? that's why people want to continue to work with me like once they actually meet me and they see me in the moment they're like oh yeah well let me use her for another project yeah and you're a that cool person like you're yeah, a cool you have a cool I'm personality really so, earth, yeah. and i think a lot of people you know when they when they look at you or when they first see you or i mean me you know they think like oh it's another she's cute this, so she's stuck this light-skinned girl that's exactly real, that's real, like that's how it is she's up her ass she you know she thinks she all that blah 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 but no but then when you meet me i'm really humble i'm really down to earth you know i i listen you know all of that and so i'm really trying to get into the acting shit i want to know like do you practice acting like in the shower like um, like what do you like like how do you kind of like practice that in your own like life it's funny because you know being a creative director i really do um i i have like this alter ego i guess and so I think that's important though. I yeah, have I have it, it too. It I is. have it too. I tap into another person when I'm like And it might be weird thinking of shit. but like I'll go through scenarios like by myself. <laughs> that's not like, weird at all. That's what I'm that's like, literally what no, I do. I'm like literally in my room like <laughs> acting out all the scenes like <laughs> bitch and you Yeah, exactly. That's like I remember yo. and I'm thinking of like, all right, I got this fine ass nigga here and I'm like, all right, here's what I'm gonna do. I got the gun under my pillow, like you know, I really be acting shit out and I be thinking about different um, scripts that would be, you know, roles that I want to play, like mm-hmm. really dramatic yeah. ass roles. Like, like I'm thrown down the stairs, like I'm getting my ass beat by this nigga. Next thing you know, I'm in the mirror and I'm just crying. I got bruises all over my face. Like I'm in the hospital and then and you're acting and then, all that shit out on right, your own. And then I'm driving back home to this nigga and I'm cooking his food and then I murder this nigga. <laughs> Like, like no, shit. that's real. That's like real. That's the that's the movie. This yeah, is, you know, season one. And you one. acted out the whole shit like in your room. I, it's right. funny because I do that room. same type of shit. Like when I'm, because um, I'm the same type of way. I try. I'm trying to get into creating more like mm-hmm. uh, scripted scenes okay. and like actual like speaking parts and all that type of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do even. I'm gonna continue. But I feel like it's important to say that it's kind of difficult to tell a story when there's no uh speaking so like some of these videos that i've been seeing really creative videos where it's like you can see the story without Mm -hmm. anyone saying anything you know what i'm saying like that's a that's a like that's a talent in itself you know what i'm saying yeah like the music videos i feel like need a lot more substance yeah 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 but i feel like we're starting to see more yeah we are i feel like it's coming back definitely i feel like it's still some stupid ass videos out there definitely of people you know you just staring yeah the match the 
the market is saturated up. now because right. like, it's like money in yeah because like at it. the end of the day that's what, like you said like when you're looking at a video a, vi- yeah. a music video you're looking at the girls in it and even the pe- like you're looking at it yeah. in a different light you're right. looking at it like okay I want to hear the song mm-hmm. and just look at something so right. like it's easy to just look at girls shaking their ass it's easy to look at niggas throwing money in the air right. it's easy to look at niggas like smoking and all that it's like those are things that you can easily look at while paying mm-hmm. a lot of attention to the song yeah so with the um but i feel like songs need a lot more substance that's as that's well. true too so it needs to go in connection that's with that true that's, the song that's really true well. talking about shit you can't really be expecting to look at that's that's true too but i do feel like with the um so like w- what i've been thinking about with more speaking uh and like just like more elaborate scenes is as I'm writing them, I'd be like acting them out. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I'm sure I'd be down here looking mm-hmm. like an idiot, just like, no, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you did commit the crime, like just screaming yeah. to myself, but I'm trying to like visualize it so yeah. that if I get somebody to play that role, I can show them exactly what I'm looking right. for. You know what I'm saying? Right. And um, I thought about yeah. like starting to do that as well, um, writing scripts and bringing because I know a lot of you know videographers and you know maybe this is something that we can connect on to for sure. Um, you know, just need storylines, yeah, need, need interesting you know, storylines. Acting in it, yeah, but me also writing it how I want that brings a whole nother like thing to the table, yeah. yeah. So you know, I'm just like I just you know a lot of stuff. I feel like I just need to write it down. Oh yeah, and I have. That problem too. I, was, I, just I have to write ideas, it down but and I don't put it be in writing motion. it down. Yeah, that's real. That's real. <laughs> so, I got to get better at that as well. And um, I've actually recently decided to get into music. In what way? Um, um, what you're singing, rapping, rap. Okay. Um, I can hum a little bit, but no. <laughs> everybody thinks I can sing when they hear me talk. But I'm like, no, bro, I can't sing. Like, I can. Sing, but can you rap? I can sing along. I can rap. Okay. You know, I've heard my. I just recently like. Um, you know, let a couple of my friends because they, you know, when I told them, I'm like, you know, I'm thinking about being a rapper. They're like, bitch, like, because <laughs> like, I'm just doing so yeah, much yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. My friends, like, they just know me. I'm like, literally, you just everywhere. saying this just to say it, type exactly, shit. Yeah. just because they were like, bitch. And you know, everybody's trying to get into music or whatever. But I actually let them hear some of my stuff, and they're like, okay. Oh, so you've been recording already? No, I haven't been recording oh, okay. yet, but I've written. Um, a few things um, covers yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. no no original beats yet but you know I was like I wrote I was it started with me writing poetry yeah and I would just be writing shit down that I was feeling or something like was something was to happen like some drama whatever I was going through like constantly I would have just bars in my head and I would just be writing down like uh, four, four, two bars here, Hell four bars yeah. here, like, and then I, you know, I would put shit together and like poetry, and I'm like, I could actually spit this Hell yeah. as a rap, and so I probably have about like three, four, so far songs lit, that I've written, lit. poems, songs, whatever. Lit. I don't know what I want to call it. Um, I call it like speaking. Like spoken word so, type spoken shit. That's <laughs> real type shit. And so, oh yeah, um, we oh we definitely gonna tap into that because it's okay. funny because I have a, um uh I, I just been told about this studio that I have access to. Okay. so I've been thinking of this um this way to create uh like a platform for like uh people to just spit a verse. 
Okay. And then I do like something creative with it. Yeah. Have you ever seen Colors on um on YouTube? It's like this thing where like yeah. artists go and they like just perform a song in this color background. It's oh. it's so lit though. Like IMDDB, yeah. the chick I was talking about earlier, yeah. she has like a colors performance and okay. then they have like Earth Gang and like yeah. like hella hell like Georgia Smith got like everybody's got like a colors yeah. episode. So um it's an interesting thing. But like I, I just was been told that I have like access to this studio in mm-hmm. DC. So I'm thinking of doing my own version of that okay. and just having different people come in and like yeah. spit a verse and then yeah. we'll like turn it into something creative. Yeah. So you know say it if you try to do that I that's know. something that's coming that's i mean you got to get comfortable it. with your shit first yeah, 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 you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah. so but like, i think that creative expression is that type of creative expression is important because that's how i like i used to like this whole thing started because like me and my homies were making music yeah and we just wanted more people to hear it yeah. you know what i'm saying and i was like thinking like how do we get more people to hear our music you know what i'm saying yeah. so my thought was start like a world star type website yeah. and that's what like nation.com or it's nation.com was originally orig- it was originally like a place where everybody can put their music or everybody that I knew who made music right. could put their music because like if your fans come to come to this website to see your shit they mm-hmm. might stumble upon my shit mm-hmm. and then that's what makes me happy you right. know what I'm saying but it then just turned into like a, well I like doing videos I like yeah. doing like cartoons I like, like also yeah. like it just turned into like what it is now yeah. but it, it started at the at the point of like me literally I just was writing like even like as far back as like seventh grade, wow. the first time, the first time my homie who I had him on an early episode and we kind of talked about this, but my homie introduced me to like battle rapping mm-hmm. and I was fucking and I was like in fucking heaven. Dog. Yeah. I was lost. I got, <laughs> I got so lost in like battle rap shit. It got to the point where I'm just like, I want to write my own bars. So I would just write my own bars on the bus, but I would yeah. never like perform them. Yeah. And I literally would like keep this shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Whether I keep them in my head, keep them on notepad. And then when you get to like high school, you have your cell phone, mm-hmm. you can like type them in your notes. Mm-hmm. I would just keep them shits. And then when I got to college, my roommate, he was a rapper and like he, I would like, he didn't have a car. So I would drop, I would take him to the studio. And one time I was in the studio with him and he was like, yo, like, like, there's an open verse on this on the song if you want like if you want it and I had I, I just went through the I went I went through my notes I was like yeah I got a let verse me, let me let me literally and that was the birth of me like yeah. rapping you know what I'm saying and, but mm-hmm. then me from me rapping then turned into all of like all Everything of this other else. shit you know what I'm saying right. so like just that like writing shit down writing your thoughts and like expressing yourself yeah. in in a written and then spoken way I think that's so important you know yeah. what I'm saying and um. Some, something that shouldn't be judged by people. I, right. What's crazy is that, like, when you, like you said, like, when you say, like, I want to, I want to rap. Like, not even I want to be a rapper as my profession, but like, yeah. I have a rap song or I want to rap or like, I want to do right. this. People give you this like stink eye, like right. you know what I'm saying? Until, like, until you prove, until yourself. you, until you prove you can do right. it. But at the same time, it's like dog. Like, it's literally like me saying like, I want to do poetry or I want to exactly. do like, I want to like work out. It's like just a form of expressing yourself. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like people are so quick to judge it when it's in the form of rap, and I, I just don't think that's fair. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like. I'm not telling you this because I want you to judge me. I'm just telling you this because, like, this is what I'm doing in my free time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. shit's crazy. But um, what what are you paying attention to these days as far as, like, pop culture? <laughs> paying attention I mean, to the whole Cardi, because, Nicki Minaj beef. Right. I was going to say, it's funny because I'm, I'm heavy on the shade room. Yeah. Like... 
Like everybody always tells me, like, girl, every time I go to the shave room, I see you're one of the people I see comments. Right. On Thank you. Like, <laughs> I'm like, look, because like, they only show you the comments of people you follow. Are they, those? That's what that's the first yeah. comments they'll show you. Like, so like you're one of the, the people bottom. I usually will see. Like all that's that exactly what everybody always tells me. Like, girl, I always see you in the, um, them comments on somebody. Is there a like, reason for that or what? I mean. You just have something to say. I just feel like, right. I feel like I always have something to say, but I feel like I'm a funny person. Yeah. Like, it's always, it's never no. I mean, unless it's like a serious topic, I just feel like I have something to say. And about it's like lighthearted. Every, I have like, an yeah. opinion. Yeah, on everything. And I feel like a lot of people are scared to put their opinions out there. That's very true. Um, and I'm like, for what? I'm like, it's a part of a lot of people that agree, right? It's probably a lot of people that agree with you. And I feel like whether you agree or disagree with me, I got a point. And mm-hmm, I'm not mm-hmm. just going to say no stupid shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes it's stupid, but it's funny. It's like but funny. It's, yeah, it's yeah. It's relatable though. Yeah, Somebody's yeah. It's going to relate to Sometimes it. that's, that's my type of humor sometimes. Yeah. Like my type of humor is like something stupid, just like yeah. stupid. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's like, I know I'm not being serious. Like, mm-hmm. but again, like you said, like some people, won't put that shit out there because then they they worry about people think taking them too seriously. Some people take right. themselves too seriously. Right. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of the times, the stuff that I'm speaking on, I don't even take seriously. Yeah. I'm just it's out there and everybody's talking about it, so I just comment put on my it. Two cents like in you know there. the whole Cardi and Nikki shit. Like it's just funny to me to see people um, actually picking sides. <laughs> That's and real. And I'm just like, bruh. None of these these niggas don't know either. Like none of y'all. Like they, they don't know they, y'all. They don't like, know so they don't care what your they, opinion they, they is. They're still gonna beef. They still gonna fight. Like da da da. Like I like I said before. Like I don't agree with everything. I'm not on nobody's side. Like I feel like. I feel like Nikki has bars. I feel like her flow is effortless. And that's what I respect about her. I respect Cardi's hustle, the way that she came yeah. up, you know, the way that she decided to have this baby and get married, you know, in silence and then, you know, just have her whole shit planned out for her. I feel like her flow is stupid sometimes. So I'm just like I feel her. like Car- I, I I love Cardi's hustle too. I don't necessarily think she's a great rapper. I just yeah, think I'm I just, like, but I'm super like yo. Like she really came from the she came from nothing. Like yeah. not even like she came from nothing, but it's like yo. She like really made a name yeah, for herself. She turned that this shit whole around. time made that a name one for herself. Year on love and hip hop, yeah. she she turned all that. Because what's interesting around. is I feel like her music is only popular because she's popular. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't right. think she's a great artist. Exactly. Whereas like Nicki really came up off some like artistry right. you know what I'm saying she really came and up it was being just a, her like, rapper yeah you know what I'm saying exactly and so and you know when I say like I want to get into music like I stand for Nikki and you know sometimes I feel like her bards are are weak um, I feel like a lot of people was rapping about stupid shit yeah. but I feel like her music is good mm-hmm. and I feel like the bar might be weak but her flow yeah she be ripping shit. That's actually how I feel about Cardi. I yeah. feel like her. I feel like Cardi's bars are like not all there, except for that. One, there's one line I love from Cardi where she's like, uh, "Yeah, they call me Cardi B. I run this shit like Cardi. <laughs> that yeah. shit is a hard bar." Like, yeah, Even, I don't like, know. I, I don't think she wrote that. But either yeah, way, I'm like young. Yeah, like, either. but any either way, I'm like her 
I, I like her. Like I like her as yeah, a person. I, I like who she is. Person. You know what I'm saying? And I don't care for Nikki as a person. Yeah, yeah, so exactly, I'm like, exactly. I'm like, it's 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 a give and take for us. So you know, when I say I want to get into music, like I growing up didn't really even listen to female rappers. Like yeah, I couldn't that's spit real? for you a whole little wow. Kim song. Like, Bruh, I was so into Lil Kim and Foxy Brown. Like, but you know that I didn't really too, fuck with Remy. now. Like, if I were to put myself into a category musically, I would say like Foxy or Trina. I fuck with Foxy and yeah. and Lil Kim. Like, you don't think Lil Kim and Foxy are like similar? Yeah, they are though. Yeah, they Trina, really I didn't are. really, I didn't. Uh, Trina, Trina was like uh, like sex symbol to me. Yeah. Like, I was like, dog, she's so bad. But yeah. like her rapping wasn't but I love, really. I love Trina. Like, I love Trina. I love Eve. Yeah. Like, you look a little like Trina. Do you ever get that? No, I never. You look a little like her. Really? It's funny as you as we're talking about her, I'm like, damn, like I look. I mean, I've, I've heard like Monica. Okay, I can see that, but I think Monica yeah. looks like Trina. I've always thought that. Like, like not that they look like they're uh, like the same person, yeah. But like they have the same like, like features. Resemble? You know what I'm saying? Like they resemble each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel, but yeah, like I was a huge like Trina like yeah. stand in the sense of not I her love, bars, just like I liked yeah. her look. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think Trina was before Nicki Minaj came on the scene. That was like, your favorite I was, like female. Yeah, definitely Trina. Um, Little Kim, Foxy, I really didn't listen to like that. Um, it's crazy. I've always been into. I don't, I don't know why. As mm-hmm. I'm saying this. I've always been into like female rappers that yeah. are nice. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I, I know, fuck with females that can hold their yeah. own and like cuz like Lil Kim like on uh I think yeah. what I really when I really fucked with her was that Get Money jump. Like for mm. Junior Mafia Junior yeah. Mafia, I was like, "Dog, like after that I was like, she is my favorite chick, dog." Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And then I heard no, Foxy Lil Brown Kim on affirmative action yeah. and I was like, "Damn, like fi- like yeah. I fuck with chicks who can like hold yeah. their own and even you have the best else? verse on a song yeah. full of dudes." You know who else I feel like is underrated, but I really do fuck with who? Azalea Banks. I have no, I don't know her at all. No? I know who she is, but I don't, I've never heard any of her music. No, she kind of. I always hear her talking shit about somebody. Yeah. I think that's why I, I don't mean, like her. She has a bad rep. Yeah, she does have a bad rep. She yeah. really, really does. I yeah. mean, but Nicki Minaj has a bad rep recently, but. Yeah. Um, Azalea Banks, she's really, really fucking talented. Like, wow, music. I never really listened to her music no, at all. Musically, she gives me like Lauren Hill, Tiana Taylor. Like, she's she can sing as well. She's very, very talented. She just has her personality wise, girl, just yeah, shut up. Yeah, but um, musically, she's a little, you know, like Vogan a little bit. You heard Vogan music? Mm-mm. Oh, Vogan, like when you... Mm, yeah, mm, mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> no, that's like her style. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. But she has bars. Yeah. She can flow. Her flow is effortless. And yeah. to me, flow is everything. Oh, yeah, that definitely. Definitely. That's why I fuck with Foxy Brown the way I do. Because, mm-hmm. like, she's got that, like, Brooklyn-style mm-hmm. flow that's mm-hmm. just, like... Like, with Cardi, it just uh, feels forced to me. I'm yeah, like... I, I see that. But I feel like when she raps in Spanish, she sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, maybe is that her first language tongue. or something? Yeah, it is. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to say that. Yeah, I mean, I want to say that because she's Spanish, yeah, but yeah, I really don't yeah. know. But um, I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Yeah. So, but it just it rolls off the tongue, mm-hmm. and most of the time, her tongue be sounding a little bit heavy to me when That's she real. be rapping. That's I'm real. Just like, <laughs> like why they try to force this girl on this song? Real. That's real. But That's yeah. interesting though. Um, is there anything else in pop culture that you're like uh, thinking about or like uh, paying attention to? I guess. Hmm. 
I love the Kardashians. Do Even you? Even though people, a lot of people don't, just because they feel like they eat off our culture, which I feel like they do. What What do you love about them? Um, I'm all about hustle. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they whole family, like their mom is my favorite, mm-hmm. like Kris Jenner. Mm-hmm. Like she made that whole family, yeah. bossed everybody, made, turned every fucking situation. Every situation into, into a, a money making opportunity. Right. And so I really respect that Kylie, like just the way that they they handle themselves mm-hmm. like they get caught in the in stupid situations with promoting or products right exactly but i mean at the end of the day they trying to make money um and that's something that i can respect yeah so you know honestly when it comes to these celebs and this pop culture shit i really don't give a fuck about the people yeah or what the fuck they have going on. It's like on. the moves and the decisions. Right, that you, that's, that's that's a very good. Uh, yeah, I, I feel the same. And like I never articulated it that way. Attacked yeah. by their personal movements. I'm like, I don't give a. F- I yeah. don't know this woman. Like, I don't give a fuck about what the fuck she got going on in her damn kids. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, like why no, are you putting your kids out there like that? It's like, yo, niggas are paying for this shit. Niggas are paying for this shit. Like, or why are you going to speak with yeah. the president? Or yeah, like, I don't give a fuck about. I give a fuck about the money moves that they making and the products that they put out and how they go about their business that's what the fuck that's I interesting respect. i never thought about it that way but that's how i feel because it's like i don't necessarily care about the the celebrities themselves right. but i do pay attention to what they're doing and how they mm-hmm. do it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. just because like i want to take into account like what people resonate with like what right. works what like, doesn't work you know what i'm saying fucking how many niggas you fucking yeah. oh you just broke up with this person Okay, but people get so like right caught up, up in that stuff. They're like, I can't do. Yeah, like I can't. Like how yeah. can Car- how can uh, what's her name take back Tristan Thompson? Like you know what I'm saying? And then they're like, they're like literally like hurt over or like they're I'm like yeah, I'm gonna call her dumb, but. Her baby girl is beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let's think about the baby girl. And that's not girl. even our decision to make. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if she, like, it's so crazy because, like, I feel like a lot of it is, like, hypocritical, too. Like, mm-hmm. how many times has, like, mm-hmm. a chick gone back mm-hmm. to a dude that they, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, he gave you a good excuse and now you're back with him. But now you're, right. this same woman right. is going to judge, what's her name, right. for doing this. Yeah, but it's like that. Like, dumb, but yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm dumb, too. Just because no one knows you and no one, right. could, if, if we followed your life, we would see you made this. Same dumb decisions, I'm sure. Right. Like, I'm dumb too. What shit crazy? We all dumb. That's real. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, okay. Like, uh, kind of like starting to wrap things up. I want to know, like, what do you got, mm-hmm. like, coming towards the future that we can look for from you? Look forward to from yeah, you? Yeah, more music videos and modeling, photo shoots. Hopefully, more behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. Of, me actually creative directing you like to creative direct like photo shoots video shoots shoots. um i like to be a part of all of that when people come to me and a lot of people come to me you know with styling advice wanting me to style them and stuff like that so um you know hopefully i'll do more of that um i really do want to hop on this music shit yeah that's just something. you sound like you're like excited you sound I like am. i'm looking at your face as you like every time people can't see you but every time you bring up the music shit, you get like yeah. a big smile that's yeah. funny i mean just because i've gotten you know i even let my mom hear it mm-hmm. you know a lot of stuff that i put out there or that i'm doing you know i i hide it because i'm i'm not sure about it 
but something in me is so confident about it and I've just from different people from stuff that I've let them hear I've gotten like really good feedback (laughs) feedback about my words um and what I'm saying I'm not just rapping about stupid shit Mm -hmm. um so you know I'm I'm nervous, but I'm excited to. Yeah. See. I think you made a. I think you made an interesting point, and I kind of want to say this to mm-hmm. anyone who might be listening. Yeah. That um, you're right about when you do something, you kind of feel hesitant to put it out there yeah. because you might not feel 100 percent comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. But something that I've had to like literally beat into my own head to get my get me to put myself out there is yeah. that. You aren't the judge. Like we said earlier in this conversation that we are our own worst critics. Mm -hmm. So once you feel like you've done something, you need to like put it out there for like other people to be their own judge. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I, it's, it's so funny. Like when I was talking about making music back in the day, I used to make music and I never felt a hundred percent comfortable with it, Mm -hmm. but I will put it out because it was something that I, I knew like, I'm not like the music guy. Like I'm just like making these songs. And if like I made these songs, what else am I going to do with them other than put them on the internet? So like after putting them on the internet, like I let, and it's not something that I knew I was doing. It's something that I look back and think like, oh, this is what I was doing. Yeah. But I put it out there and then people, you know what I'm saying? I let them judge it. So like, I, it's crazy. I dropped a mixtape when I was like in like 2013. Really? Yeah. Like in wow. 2013. And it's crazy. I, I, I still like, up until as recently as like two months ago, mm-hmm. got a text about like, bro, like you had bars back then. Why'd you stop making music? Yeah. And I was just like, I, I turned into other things. But like literally like yeah. like five years later, someone listened to this shit and was like, yo, this was good. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's so like, it's like, you know, and, but at the same time, like when I put it out, I didn't necessarily think anything of it. I was just like, yeah. whatever, like I did it and I'm and done. And you did it for you. I did it to, yeah, it, yeah, I did it for me. That's the thing. Like that's a, that's, that's a great point. Like yeah. do things for yourself when you mm-hmm. think it's completed to as much as you can complete it, put it out there and let other people have their opinion on right. it. You know what I'm saying? Right. But you have to be, you also have to get to a point where you don't let other people's opinions, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, same, like that's one thing I have control to, your emotions. I have to like realize if, you know, um, if this is something that I really want to be devoted to, I don't want to just put it out there just yeah. to put it out there. I mean, I do just to get people's feedback, but I kind of, you know, I don't want to do it and then stop. Yeah. You oh, know? yeah. No, wanna, that's true. You got to be I consistent. Really, Consistency yeah, wanna, is key. I want to keep going with it. And, you know, I just found like when writing, I'm trying not to filter myself so much, but it's hard because you know, you say certain things and people are like, well, what's she, who's she talking about? Like, what's she talking about? That's interesting. You Especially know? in my love life. I'm That's like, all real. right, let me. But you know what? You know what? You know what? And this is something that I think a lot of people need to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, people really, really, really resonate with you more when you're being yourself, mm-hmm. dog. I was listening to a, jo- a J. Cole interview not too long ago, and he was saying like, how he's always been the type to just put like whatever he's going through in his music, mm-hmm. right? But you know what I'm saying? When he was J. Cole in 2011, yeah. no one was really listening to him. So like he can, he can put that out there and no one really would hear it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Now, just because he's in the habit of doing that, he's putting it out there and millions of people will hear it and millions of people will have opinions. But it's like, you have to be one. But like the thing is, the reason he got to who he is is because like his music was always real and relatable. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like, 
He wouldn't be J. Cole if he didn't. Yeah, exactly. So like what I'm what I'm trying to say in, in reference to what you were saying mm-hmm. is like you have to put of course you have to be comfortable with what you're putting mm-hmm. out there, but you have like to be real would never hurt you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To be as real as you possibly yeah. can will never hurt you. Like a specific person might be like, why'd you yeah. say this? A specific person. <laughs> yeah. But like, you don't, cause be, because you don't know what other people are going through, mm-hmm. you might help somebody by yeah. by talking about a situation that was uncomfortable. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, I, that's just something right. that I found to be true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I don't know. You have to I'm, find that old level of comfortability yeah, within yourself. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I don't want to sure. get like too deep into certain things just because people be fishing for shit. That's real. No, that's real. But... I've been through a lot yeah. so I try to speak on as much as much as you real, can put out there exactly. you know what I'm saying of course of course exactly. you know what I'm so saying? it's gonna be as me as possible yeah that's lit yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing some bars out of you <laughs> straight up I've heard you talk your shit before I've heard like on, on the podcast okay, let's, yeah. let's talk a little bit about yeah. the femtality we okay. used to do the femtality podcast you know what yeah. I'm saying it was short lived but but it was but you know what's funny though that that whole experience was great for me because mm-hmm. it taught me how to do all of this like yeah. that was the first podcast that I really oh no it wasn't the first it was like maybe the second podcast that I had like oh, okay. produced okay. and that kind of taught me how to do a lot of the things that I'm doing for this podcast mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying but I think um I think people would benefit from knowing like what so that it was called femtality what yes. was what is femtality like why did you guys decide to call it that I feel like um, I know, but I want people yeah. to know what that what that meant. Well, um, when I what I was thinking about when I came up with the name femtality, I was thinking of just a female mentality, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, why is it mentality? Yeah. Like, it might Men. be stupid. I'm yeah, that's like, real. Okay. I was like, femtality. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, I came up with the name, and my girl Chrissy, she loved it, and so. Um, you know, I came up with the artwork and I came up with the idea of starting mm-hmm. a podcast. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, who, you know, I think going back, you know, not wanting to do stuff by myself, being mm-hmm. a little bit afraid how, you know, just stepping out there, you know. I, I feel like a lot of times we just need like someone to right. kind of just like, this is yeah. a good thing. Like, yeah. And I continue. felt like Chrissy <laughs> was like the perfect person because she had that following she's known for her big mouth um and so, shout out to chrissy dog she's funny as hell on twitter chrissy. she's funny as hell that's my bitch um she um but yeah you know yeah you know on twitter she just be running her mouth and people just you know they're gonna say what they say negative or bad but you know twitter you get she has a bunch of random motherfuckers following of her. course and so i don't think i would want all of that attention because i'm yeah. like because she goes and she has to take breaks from twitter just because like people random people be like oh you shouldn't be doing that you know god did this you know just random people random just people. crazy stuff and i'm just like motherfuckers <laughs> need to That's chill real. i'm like it was a joke That's real and so, you know, with the podcast, I thought she would be perfect to do that with me because Chrissy, she brings out, like, I think she brings out more I can of see that. my Bring, opinionated yeah, wild so. side yeah. and I kind of reserve her a yeah. little bit. And, you know, I'm a little bit older than her, about, I think, three, two, three years older than her. So I kind of, you know, um, reel back her ratchet and she brings out a little bit mine more a little bit yeah. more. So it's like a good medium. But we're both very 
outspoken and opinionated, even if we have difference of opinions. And that's good because we can have a difference of that's opinion real, yeah. and we can keep it moving. And we, she, you know, she'd be like, okay. And I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Like, I, I literally was watching one of the jumps that we shot the yeah. other day, like as recently as like maybe three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I was just it's dying and laughing. I might, it's I might have to show you energy. a jump before you leave. Like yeah. them shits are so because, like you know, when you when you forget about something, mm-hmm. you forget about it. Yeah. So like, I watched it randomly, and I was just like, "Damn!" Like this shit was so funny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But and it no, was basically it y'all feeling, y'all feeling like feeding off of each other. You yeah, know what I'm saying? It exactly. Was hilarious. And she have, and we have most of the time totally different views on shit. Yeah, like, that's true. Whereas, like, I would want to be in a relationship, she'd be like, fuck a relationship. Yeah, that's real. Or I'd be like, no, you gotta, she'd be like, fuck that <laughs> nigga. That's real, that's she'd real. Like, fuck that nigga, like, that's real. <laughs> you know, and sometimes it'll be the total, you know, opposite about but different shit. But you need, you shit. need the yin and the yang. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, you, you do. need that shit. You do, and we, you know, we are exactly that. So, and you know, we're we're planning on starting the podcast back up. Lit. And we just, we got to get our personal. Got to get shit together. Shit Which together, it, it is what yeah. it is. It is what it is. That's yeah, what's up. Yeah, but we definitely, we seen how people was like reacting to it and how a lot of people, you know, really loved it. And the vibe from it was was good. We just had to get our personal shit together before yeah. we really get shit popping because, um, just like the rapping shit, you know, you don't want to get the ball rolling and then and stop. Then stop. Yeah, you want to be consistent. So, exactly. Yeah. So. Um, that's 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 very real. That's very real. Um, is there anything that you want to leave the listeners with as far as um, any kind of like words of advice, words of encouragement, like whatever it is? Follow me mm-hmm. here. Like anything. This is your oh, opportunity yeah, you to can do that. Follow me on all social media. My Debray, D E B R A E. M A Y A D E B R A E. No, because a lot of people like Debray. Yeah. Like, even though it's it really it sounds how it's spelled, yeah. but you know, well, Debray could be like R A Y. Yeah, it could. You, it know could. you know, people. But it is what it is. People yeah. stupid, but. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna cook. I said the lead words of encouragement. You gonna cook everybody? <laughs> so it's all right. It'll be it'll be all in the ass yeah, and yeah. stuff. But basically, you know. Um, well, my mom always tells me, you know, God sees everything, you know, do the right thing because it's the right thing. Live your life. Um, I don't want to be too cliche. Drink water. Mind your business. That's real. Um, I feel like if it doesn't have nothing to do with you. Don't don't entertain. Don't it. let it concern it, you. Yeah, that's re- <laughs> you know it's it's funny that you say you don't want to be too cliche, but I remember telling Brooke the other day that like some of these sayings that are so cliche yeah. are just so real because so it's like real. life is so basic when right. you want it to be. Right. It's, you know what I'm saying? So it, it boils down to the same like five or six sayings. Right. Like that's why they're cliche because like they right. that you you hear them all the time because right. they're so it's like life is so simple and they relate like. Mind your business, <laughs> right. like and, and things will be very right. fine. You know what I mean? Like right. things, like the, uh, like all kinds of things, like that. All kinds of cl- sayings that right. are cliche are cliche because they're so real. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like when do you, what you got to do. Mind your business. Right. And when fucking, you gravitate towards positive positive changes, then positive things will happen to you. That's real. You know, I believe in helping and being there and open with people as much as possible and those things will come back to you i'm not closed-minded i'm not a negative person i don't speak ill 
on people. And I believe that's why God continues to bless me. That's real. And so stay blessed. That's real. Appreciate you coming through, man. This was Thank dope. you this for was having fun. me. Of course. <laughs> I appreciate you tuning in to this episode of This A Podcast. Um, wherever you're listening, Spotify, SoundCloud, Anchor, Stitcher, whatever. Uh, please like, comment, subscribe, all that type of stuff. If you think this was a valuable episode, you learned some stuff, save it, listen to it later. Uh, share it if you feel inclined. Um, again, we got a bunch of stuff on itsnation.com. So check us out there. We got Sporty Life TV. We got Saba Saga. We got all kinds of stuff on there. So check that out. Uh, YouTube, It's Nation TV. Uh, always dropping new content we got the sporty life tv living there follow itsnation.com on all social media channels instagram twitter vero if you're there snapchat uh itsnation.com spelled out so that's itsnation d-o-t-c-o-m um and just you know what i'm saying keep supporting the brand man we all we all really appreciate it it's fucking nation